The following is a sponsored program paid for by Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. Welcome to Saturday morning. Andy Brownell on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. With Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Good morning, Robin. Good morning. How are you? We're doing okay. All it's, right. I'm liking the trend weather-wise, so. Oh, feels like I just, spring. It looks I like know. spring. It is spring. It's spring. I know. So where's the 70s? For crying out loud, let's coming. get going. They're coming. They're coming. They're coming. Before you know it, yeah. it'll be like, oh, it's hot out today. <laughs> so, you know. Well, the snow is rapidly disappearing here. Yes. Yeah. Uh, awesome. My poor daughter up in Duluth, the snowpack is still two to three feet in the yard. Oh, dear. Yeah, with more snow on the way. Oh, well, I hope we're not getting any more snow. I hope not, too. That's for sure. I'm done well, with it. I'm ready. I'm 100% immersed in the spring market. And I'm going to tell you, each weekend, there's more and more open houses. There's more and more traffic at each one of the open houses. More and more contracts being written. Oh, it's just, it's been really good. I know you remember last week I was talking about how I have that beautiful listing out on Ridgecrest and I couldn't figure out why it hadn't sold. I mean, I knew why. Because it was the interest rates. Because of the timing, we put it on the market and then there was a rate hike and a rate hike and a rate hike and a rate hike. And, you know, it was a nice big house, five beds, five baths. Anybody who was going to move there was probably somebody who was moving up, right? Sure. And if they had already refinanced in their home that they were in, it was just a tougher pill to swallow. But we um, had it open last weekend, both days, and some people came through that absolutely loved it, more than one couple, and we actually had a bidding war and sold it for above asking. So I am elated, and so are the sellers. Isn't it funny because just last week you were saying when this thing goes, it's going to be multiple offers when it goes. Yep. And I just, I mean, I could just feel it. I just had the vibe. And I told them, <laughs> I said, this is the week your house is going to sell. And they're like, oh, okay. And I called them and said, we've got two offers. They were so thrilled. So, I yeah. think I think I get a little credit just because we talked about it. Yes. I'm going to give you a lot of credit. I'm going to say thanks to Andy. Oh, yeah. 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 You can thank Andy for that. There we go. The bottom, the bottom line is, is that, you know, you can just feel the uptick in the traffic you can just sense it and you know the the feds had another interest rate hike but even with that happening the mortgage rates continue to slide down which is really good for us that's so you know, i'm glad it's happening but it's so weird that it happens that way mm-hmm. well um i have a little article here i'll see what they have to say it says that the mortgage rates continue to slide despite the Fed hike. Rates below 6.5 below 6.5 are lifting home purchase demand at the start of this spring's home buying season. Yay! Doesn't say yay. I added that. <laughs> and then it says um, that the mortgage rates continue to slide this week, even after the recent bank failures failed to stop the Federal Reserve from hiking its benchmark interest rate for the ninth consecutive time. Mortgage rates are following the downward trend of 10-year Treasury yields, which is helping to lift home buying demand. While the 30-year fixed mortgage rate averaged 6.4 this week, according to Freddie Mac, mortgage applications have rose by 2% week over week. Ooh. So this is good. 
Buyers appear ready to act upon movement in mortgage rates, and February existing home sales posted their first monthly gain in a year. So 12 months consecutively, the number of sales decreased. You know, albeit not a lot, especially, you know, it's different in every region, but in January, nationwide, the number of sales increased. So this is a definitely a good sign. So we're talking February to February of last year, an actual increase. No, we're talking from January to February. See, that's right. So, I was getting confused. Okay. Yeah. So month or so like okay. So now there was a few less this month, and there were last month a sure. few less this month, and now whoop, we're going the other direction. So it has yeah, to happen. Is, it's always cyclical. Yes. So I'm very excited about that. Um, and of course, you know me. I'm always and forever quoting Lawrence Yun, and he says. Conscious of changing mortgage rates, home buyers are taking advantage of any rate declines. So as soon as they hear they dropped a little bit, um, when we were off air, you mentioned to me that you saw my post where I had received a text from a banker that I do a lot of business with. And she said, I've got some great rates here for doctors and resident programs. And of course, this is a big time of the year for that. Right. And she said, I just locked somebody in and she said for four, I locked in a doctor at 4.625. And I called her to say, are you talking about an arm? And she's like, no, I'm talking about a 30 year conventional loan. So I'm like, oh, that's awesome. That is. There are, yeah. So there are great loans out there. And again, how many times have you heard me say, it's not um, one size fits all. You know, we have to shop around and we have to use the lenders that have the great products, that have better rates, because they're not all the same. And so that's why when you go to your trusted realtor and or me, if you don't have one or me, if I am yours, but uh, I can point you in the right direction and tell you where you can get these, you know, the best rates and who knows how to get these loans done. Like I just had a gal lately tell me that my income is only $60,000 because I only work part time, but um, my self-worth or my worth net worth, excuse me, is 1.4 million. So I want to be able to get approved for this house for 425. And she said, I went to a lender and they said that would be tough. And then I called a lender that I know does portfolio loans and they're like, that'll be a slam dunk. Yeah, you so, think. you know, you just don't, it's not going to be, you're not going to hear the same thing everywhere you go. And you mentioned the, the doctor loans. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder if a lot of people realize that those kinds of programs are also available to people who have PhD after their name right. or even a doctorate, not necessarily right. an MD. Right. And so these doctor loans are awesome because you have to put 0% down but you still pay no mortgage insurance. So, of course, they were designed with the belief that after coming out of medical school, you're probably not really cash rich, right? You probably don't have right. a lot of money to put down for a down payment. And that's not always the case, but generally speaking, they'd rather take that money and pay down that that college debt and those that uh, medical school debt, et cetera. So it's great because most people want to put 20% down to avoid the mortgage insurance but with this particular product, you only have to put you put down zero if you want to, and you get no uh, mortgage insurance, so you don't have that extra couple hundred buck payment on your uh, monthly payment, which is really great. Because your potential is for your income yeah, to go yeah. way up. <laughs> well, and let's face it, these banks are not stupid. There's only like five of them in Rochester that have this product, but they're hoping to gain these doctor clients as oh yeah their business. 
know, and think how many customers. Think how many people in this area have MDs, PhDs, and other doctorates right. under a their lot. belts. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> a lot. Probably yeah, more than so. per capita than almost any place in this country. Right. Yeah. So it is a when you think yeah when you think about our population for sure. So anyway, I um, if you're out there and you're thinking about buying and you're still worried about the interest rates, please 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 give me a call because I will set you up with uh, lenders that will have music for your ears. I'm pretty sure. So it's out that, there. I like that optimistic sounding message. Good. And I suppose what you're saying too is when you see on the evening news this is the interest rate and you look at that and you get discouraged don't necessarily be that way because odds are locally or depending on your circumstances you might be able to latch on to an interest rate much much lower than what you're hearing from the from the media (laughs) here's another little um, piece in an article that I'm reading about mortgage rates and it says that um Freddie Mac's research shows that home buyers could potentially save $1,200 a year just by taking the extra time to shop and collect quotes from multiple lenders. Because they do differ. You know, the rates differ. Yeah. Um, That's 100 bucks year, a month. Exactly. 30-year fixed rate mortgage averaged 6.42 down from last week's 6.62. Okay? So down just a little but last year at this time a 30-year rate was 4.42 so now we're not talking about double remember we were just saying i think last week i was saying this time last year rates were half now they're two percent down so i mean we're closing that gap a little bit fantastic well robin we'll take a quick break come back in just a few moments with robin gwaltney gwaltney group remax results on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome to Mr. Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. We're with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax results it's saturday we're talking rochester area real estate and we brought along a little bit of positive energy you always do robin but well thanks i try <laughs> i really do that little down ticking interest rates as the spring market hits up heats up you you've been mentioning that it's just been busy as all get out this week i have been extremely busy i've had a lot of listing appointments i've been out showing houses Three of our listings went under contract this week. I wrote offers for three different buyers this week. It's been busy. So, I mean, I really am busy and loving every minute of it. I've had people say to me, girl, are you ever going to slow down? And I'm like, when I'm bored, I'll slow down. But right now, (laughs) I'm loving it. So, I am just going to keep on going. Anything else? I want to talk about... um, how we compare to other regions of the country. Oh, okay, yeah. So I have this little regional breakdown, and I I found it interesting, so I want to share it. Um, So I'll start with the other regions. In the Northeast, sales have increased 4% compared to January, reaching an annual rate of 520,000 sales. But that is down 25.7 compared to a year earlier. 
Median price is $366,100, which is down 4.5% from a previous year. Okay? Okay. And now the South, sales have increased by 15.9% compared to January, reaching an annual rate of 2.11 million. Everybody's moving South. What What do you know? Uh, but that still marks a 21.3% decrease from the prior year. Median price in the South is 342, which was an increase of 2.7 from a year ago. Okay. In the West, existing home sales rose 19.4% compared to January, reaching an annual rate of 860,000. Sales were down by 28.3% from a year ago. Median price, 5411 down 5.6% from a year ago. Now, this includes Arizona, and you know that's, that's where I want to buy a house. So I like this down 5.6% <laughs> from a year ago. I like that. Um, so now, so that means Northeast is down 4.5% from a year ago. Um, South was up 2.7% from a year ago. And West is down 5.6% from a year ago. So let's look at Midwest because that's really what we care about, right? Sales increased 13.5% compared to January, reaching an annual rate of 1.09 million. Strong. Sales are down 18.7% from a year ago. But let me remind you, in the Northeast, they were down 25.7%. In the South, they were down 21.3%, and in the West, they were down 28.3%. So ours are down 18.7%. Our median price is 261.2, which is up 5% from a year ago. So we have so, the strongest market in the nation, is what We have the strongest market in the nation. And, and the most affordable market as well. Exactly, which is why it's strong. You know, people can still afford to buy houses. So this is, this is good news. That's interesting, too, when you break it down to the regions and you look at, you know, how big of an impact a regional center like Arizona, you know, Phoenix area yeah. could have on the entire western market. Or like New Austin, York. Texas. Austin, yeah, Austin, South. Texas. Yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. Okay, so now I want, this is, a, this is kind of an overall thing, but I think people are interested in this kind of stuff. So inventory, this is nationwide. The number of unsold existing homes remains at a similar level compared to January, which is the equivalent of a 2.6-month supply at current monthly sales price, okay? So that's improved from an even brisker 1.7-month supply a year ago. So 2.6 months, that means if we got no more listings on the market and across the nation, in 2.6 months, there'd be no houses to sell. That screams we still have a huge housing shortage, yeah, that would be a blink of an eye as far as the market is concerned. Exactly. Days on the market, 57% of homes that were sold in February were on the market for less than a month. Properties remained on the market for an average of 34 days in February, up from a much quicker pace of just 18 days a year earlier. First-time home buyers. First-time home buyers accounted for 27% of sales in the month of February, which is down from 31% in January and down 29% from the previous year. But um, 
I think mostly because of lack of inventory. You know okay, I mean? that makes sense. More yeah, houses that come on the market, we'll see more for first home buyers, and they're not able to find them in that sweet spot price range. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, this little tidbit actually surprised me. It said that all cash sales comprised of twenty eight percent of all transactions in February, and that was up from twenty five percent a year earlier. Huh. And individual investors and second home buyers tend to make up the biggest bulk of cash sales. So we've talked about that. It might not really be cash. It might be the equity in the home that's their primary home, but then they take it out as a you know line of credit or home equity loan and then buy it. So, I mean, it's cash, but you know what I'm saying. Right. They're in a better position because of that. Uh, I don't think, I guess I'll have to look at our market report maybe next week, but I don't think we are seeing more cash buyers than we were last year. Okay. sure doesn't feel like it to me. Um, well, everything you just sales. Oh, okay. No, I, I was saying everything you're describing points to remarkably still a really strong seller's market. Well, yeah, and this one I think is the icing on the cake because everybody keeps saying, oh, "I'm going to wait until the foreclosures hit the market." Okay, people, people, listen <laughs> to me. This is not 2008. Okay, everybody is not losing their homes. People have a ton of equity in their homes. If they can no longer afford their homes, they're simply going to sell them. So stop waiting for the foreclosures. So to that point, <coughs> excuse me, it says here, distressed sales, foreclosures, and short sales continue to make up a very small amount of transactions, comprising just under 2% of the sales in February, about the same as January and the same as the year earlier. No movement. There's still a very, very small number of homes going into foreclosure or distress sales. Interesting. Just, that is a very good sign for the economy. Just it so is. You know. All right. Time for another break already, Robin. We will return in just a moment with more. Robin Gweltney, Gweltney Group Remax Results on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome to Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We are with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results. It's Saturday morning. Robin, um, with this busy spring season on hand um, are people spending a lot of time really dressing up the place because I imagine it matters a lot more in the spring than it does in the winter it definitely doesn't it you know it just depends on what you're selling to be honest um, I had a listing appointment yesterday at a town home and the, la- the lady who owns it has lived in it for many years and she has not done any upgrades so it still has you know older appliances, linoleum floor, older carpet. But what she has done is maintained her home beautifully. You know, it's just in great condition. So when somebody comes in, that's going to be like right around 250000 So when they come in and they're going to be spending 250000 for a townhome, they're going to be less um, influenced by whether or not they have to buy new carpet. I mean, they don't have to buy new carpet. It's clean, right? But if they want to update it. 
it's actually kind of exciting for people because it gives them a chance to build equity. You know, if they now buy it and then fix it all up, sure. they go to sell it, they're going to actually make some more money. But where we're really seeing a difference is in the high-end properties because if people are going to bite the bullet, pay the higher interest rates, pay the bigger price tag, they really need to be attracted to that house. They really need to be drawn in. And what we're finding out is that people are really paying attention to what the outside has to offer. And I think that, I mean, in my opinion, I guess I don't have, I don't know it for a fact, but everything I've read, I think it's all tied to the pandemic. You know, we were forced to spend more time at home. And then when we were forced to do it, it actually became kind of a a good feeling people realize, whoa, I do run a lot. I do eat out a lot. I do go, go, go. And it feels kind of good to be at home. So I think people are enjoying like the fire pits in the backyards or the hot tubs, even swimming pools. I've even read articles about in-ground swimming pools. Now, maybe they're not talking about Minnesota and adding a lot of value because of our short season, but I wouldn't trade mine for the world. I love having it. But, you know, they're saying that if you have a nice, um, relaxing place to sit outside, with outdoor landscaping, lighting, et cetera, that, that definitely is adding value and making people more attracted to the homes. And, and I believe that. So go out when the flowers start blooming and start buying flowers and make your yard all nice, make a nice outdoor retreat space. If you're not thinking about putting your house on the market, do it for yourself. Get out there and enjoy life. And I think, I mean, I tell you what, that's when I really started enjoying my yard. I've had a beautiful outdoor area, but was never, ever home to enjoy it. You know, seriously, rarely ever sat outside at my house until COVID. And then it was like, oh, my gosh. now And now since, I make it a point to do it. So, yeah. Yeah, everybody needs that little bit of, I don't know, mental health space maybe. Yes, agreed. Well, I do have some new listings okay. um, to talk about. Okay. We've got 833 Emerald Lane, Northwest, and that is 3099. It's a 1994 split entry by level, three beds, two baths, two car garage. So it's um, been really hot. I mean, it just went on the market on Friday, and I think it's had something like 12 showings. So I think they're... I know there's an open house there today, and that's probably going to sell this weekend. So there we go. Got that one. Perfect. Hot Not sold yet. Price. Not sold yet. So and Emerald Lane, is that the out on you know, the north, Diamond I guess? Diamond Ridge. Oh, they, okay. Diamond Ridge. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. You know, so the other side of Country Club Manor. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And then we've got a cute one at 801 9th Avenue Northwest. So that's over by like Yield Butcher Shop, you know, in that area. That's getting to be kind of a really eclectic, hot little neighborhood over it there. It is. It's very walkable. They've got that cute little Kinnery's Brewery or Kinney's Brewery or whatever it's called right there. And yeah, it's cute. Anyway, that one is um, three bed, two bath. It does only have a one car garage, but there's a nice driveway for an extra car to park if you need. And it's two fifty nine nine. Ooh. Yeah, it's a cute one. So um, hopefully we'll get that one sold this weekend. That would be great. It's only came on the market yesterday as well. And then we have 809 First Street Northwest. So if you're one of those people who has a love for Kutsky Park, this one is a nice big two-story. It has a big, beautiful porch. And then you come in, it has a nice big living room, kind of parlor feel, formal dining, kitchen that was updated 
some time ago, but you know, it's definitely not an old century old kitchen feel. And it has a very nice clean, dry kitchen or bathroom with the laundry. Good God. Basement. That's the word I'm trying to say. <laughs> very clean and dry basement with actually a bathroom down there and laundry down there. Um, so great storage, but also could easily be finished off. And then the bedrooms and a full bath, I think three bedrooms and a full bath on the upstairs. So three beds, two baths, two car garage, uh, built in 1919. I guess it was a year for good houses and good rip here. Anyway, 369,000. And you're that ski house. walkability area. Oh too. my gosh. Yeah. Sweet place to live. Very nice. Um, all right. And then I've got. I may have mentioned this one last week. I actually put it on the market last week. I held it open last Saturday. It's a gorgeous house. 2325 Scenic Park Place. Yeah, I did because I told you it backs right up to the park. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Really nice. It's five beds, five baths, three car garage. Um, It was built in 2016. It has 4,600 square feet of finished livable space. And so it's been on the market a week now, but it's 1,150,000. And I've looked at the comparables that was built by Rymark and I've looked at the comparables, the new constructions that they have. Now keep in mind, this one's only a few years old. Right. It's got all the window treatments done. It's got the landscaping done and it backs up to the park. And I think to build it now, it looks like it's about, uh, 350 to 450,000 more. Oh goodness, really? Wow. Good, good, good deal. Good value. And then I've got a very unique property. Um, this one is 3730 95th Avenue Southwest out in Byron. And it is the one that sits on the 24 acres. The house was built in 1977. It's been completely redone. It's a big house. 5,000 square feet, six bedrooms, four bathrooms, a three-car garage, not to mention the 24 acres. It has an outbuilding. You can have horses there. Uh, you take Salem Road and you go out to County Road 3. And then at the first cross street, um, you take a right on to 35th Street and then left on to 95th Avenue. And you just drive back that gravel road. It's very secluded back there. But that one is 1,195,000. So... And you're still you're still only minutes away from downtown Rochester, oh, really. Oh gosh, yes, 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 yes. So really, it's really a convenient location. So okay. we've got something for everybody, all the way from you know the low, the low twos, up through the threes, all the way to a million twos. So we've got more coming. Um, this is all we have right now. Um, we, like I said, we've sold a, quite a few of our listings in the last week, in the last couple of weeks. We're pretty much drained our our inventory so please 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 if you're thinking about selling i'm in desperate need of inventory and would love to come over take a look at your house tell you what i could sell it for and uh ultimately help you get it sold so how do they get a hold of you how somebody so, listening right now get a hold of robin gualmy yes please call me anytime on my cell phone that number is 507 507- Two five nine four nine two six, and of course you can learn more about me and my team at gwaltneygroup.com thank you so much robin and uh, you have a great rest of the weekend thanks you too all right we'll talk all again right. next week it's robin gwaltney gwaltney group remax results on news talk 1340 KROC am and 96.9 fm